and welcome, welcome to episode 48 of Up and Down Golf Podcast with your 49. host Slim. Ooh, 49. <laughs> your host Slim, co-host Benny Golf. Benny, what's going on? Ah, uh, you know, you know, we're back in the back in the crib here, but I mean, you could probably barely tell now that it looks like a a room of someone older than the age of thirteen. So, yeah, nothing yeah. crazy. I have two comments. One, I cannot believe I said for, my eyes are. I need glasses because, like, dude, I'm looking <laughs> at my screen and my I. It's just everything's blurry. I've been looking at my screen all day, just juiced right now. So I'm, I just can't even see the nine. And that was a quick intercept there with the <laughs> with the whole forty nine thing. That's um, okay. But, but second thought, the room, dude, holy, you look like a grown man. I know. It's actually crazy. And you probably can't tell, but that picture that I'm pointing at right there. Yeah. What does that look like to you? I'm curious. It looks like someone golfing. Okay. You can see it then. For me, it looks all out of whack, like on the camera. But yeah, that's what it is. Kind of sick. How'd you pick so, the color? Um, Took me fucking three minutes, not even. <laughs> My mom's like, all right, we're going to go get paint tonight. Like, So set time aside. I'm like, okay, whatever. We go over to Home Depot or everything. yeah, Home Depot and uh took four seconds. I'm like walking up. She's like, wait, maybe stand back and see. So then you can like kind of tell which one you want. Like sometimes it's better if you stand far away. And I'm just like, uh, I want one of these two or these three. And I was like, what do you think? She's like, yeah, these are, I'm like, okay, let's actually go this one. Perfect. Boom. Two minutes. And then we had to wait just 10 minutes, which was the longest part for them to mix the paint. And that was basically it. But would you use one, one gallon? You get away with one gallon? I think we did. Yeah. I think we did actually. Um, which is kind of surprising, but you didn't use the marquee um, one coat. No, no, we no. did not. What a no, bullshit! We're not, we're not what bougie a bullshit, like that, buddy. What a bullshit marketing thing that is. <laughs> so many people. Oh, it's 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 the marquee one coat from Home Depot. Oh yeah, three coats later, we're still putting it on. <laughs> yeah, so, well, but... clearly it's your guys not putting it on right. No, it's, clearly it only covers certain fucking colors. You can tell you're a painter, eh? <laughs> yeah, just annoying. That's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah nothing. Uh, yeah, so that's done. Looks a lot better. Um, feels good and then yeah i was in hamilton for saturday this weekend for a friend's birthday yeah, you ghosted me for the weekend <laughs> yeah i put slim on silent for a day and a bit i couldn't handle it anymore i needed a break but no it trying was to, uh, trying to promote the page and you're just fucking <laughs> gassing me i know you got my attention though when you said the minji lee tiktok was going crazy because that was pretty cool dude the minji lee stat on tiktok is going nuts well not like that nuts nuts for us um pretty good like especially for golf content like that i would say that's way above average yeah, i think it's up to like 120 comments of people just like i can't believe guys that are just like ripping apart the fact that like they're not P, like pga tour courses and pin placements it's like dude i don't give a shit what pin placement is yeah. she literally owns this it's like she owns 100 to 125 yards she owns yeah, give a quick like 200 recap of what the stat is just so people are aware of what we're talking about in case they miss the full stat but yeah so like minji lee is like the best ball essentially ball striker from they break it down into like four categories four yards <laughs> but like from 100 to 125 125 to 150 150 to 175 175 to 200 and she like out of any pga tour player she like beats them in every single category on average puts it closer to the pin by like between three and six feet on every one of those distances which is just absurd but yeah and people on tiktok are like oh well she doesn't play the same <laughs> same tees and the same course and the slope and the greens and the pin placements dude i don't care yeah it'd be different if she owned I... one of them like if she owned like the 100 to 125 sure i'll give her that but yeah. she from 100 to 200 yards she beats any pj tour pro dude you think minji lee cares about a tucked pin if she's the one of the best ball strikers she's she's dude, gonna she's eat it up going all day long. every time yeah Guess dude she... it's like we got all the andrew tate fucking all the andrew tate fans buzzed over to oh. our tiktok once he went to jail it's like god damn boys chill out in the chats here couldn't believe it it was so like aggressive for no reason like we just shared like a really sick stat and a few of the people really agreed with us in terms of how he said it really needs to be marketed more by the lpga tour so like that was kind of nice to see a lot of people agree but then like 80 percent of the comments were just like the lpgs will not as good as the pga and then people were just saying things that are so false like <laughs> like the greens aren't as difficult or like the fairways are wider it's like you dumb fucks they play like almost the same courses all over the world like i don't know where you're going with this but yeah they're playing like different um <laughs> and you're still hitting fairways and like that wasn't even from the fairway i don't think that stat to be fair like i think that was just yardages in, in general probably and even if it wasn't, like, who cares? She's hitting fairways. It's Minji Leash. Give her a 25-yard fairway wide. She's nailing it. So, I don't know. I got rattled while listening to some of those comments. But it was sick, though, man. Like, 45K views, over 2,000 likes, a bunch of comments. Yeah, like, 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 
have her play a PGA Tour event. If accuracy is that good, it should make up for the distance. Like, no, dude, no, because <laughs> she fucking she won't be 200 yards in from a on a par four. With the, yeah, yeah, she, exactly. she's in her driver far enough. They play like 480 par fours, 530 par fours. Like, dude, that's yeah. such a dumb. St- the the one the one I got, or I thought was really good is some dude goes, dude, what is your putter ranking, like putting ranking? Which I I didn't even think about when we brought up the um, mm-hmm. like the set like the like talking about it but yeah she's 103rd ranked on tour which is not good (laughs) she's got to go to get a a little uh maybe putter fitting with scotty cameron there right to kind of lock in the that's painful could you imagine being that good at striking the ball and then being a hundred that bad of a putter (sighs) yeah that's painful i don't that seems like something you gotta be able to fix out or fix too because like you're not even yipping super hard on putts like putts is like you kind of just when you're playing at that level, like everyone's a reasonably good putter or should be because you're playing so much and practicing mo- so much. And I feel like putting is one of those things where if you put in enough hours, like you should be able to roll a rock like better than that. But yeah, well, especially when like you know when you're within 16 feet on average, yeah, like fucking fucking 125 yards, <laughs> dude. This is one of the ones you're talking about. It is impressive, but dot dot dot. They don't tuck pins on LPGA like they do on the PGA Tour. Not apples to apples, boys. <laughs> Shut up, bro. Get off our page. That's so stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It tells uh, me. Anyways, enough talking about that. But yeah, it's it's good. I'm glad that's sick because like we hadn't really been getting much emotional. I haven't even looked at that because that's all sand that does that. So that's yeah, sick that, that it kind of he sent us the message saying that it kind of got some spark, which is good for sure. For sure. Um, and then I guess uh, sorry, like, I just it just came to me now. Funny story from uh in hamilton pretty good weekend like in general but obviously not expecting anything golf related and then here i was come sunday around like 1 p.m on my way home my buddy's driving and we're going right through the downtown core of hamilton <laughs> and we it starts being like a snowstorm right like pretty good snow like coming down to the point where like you probably don't really want to be outside unless you're doing like a snow activity which is like not really for downtown hamilton right yeah <laughs> And here we are about to get on the highway and I look to my right and it's just like a park. There's maybe like a church and a baseball diamond. I look out there and I'm like, can't really see too well because it's snowing pretty hard. And I look fucking quarter of my eye. I see this dude hitting wedge shots, like little 15 yard pitch shots just in the open. Like he had like clubs on a picnic table and he was just chunking along these shots in the middle of the snowstorm, like on the, on the ball diamond. I couldn't believe it. I would, I was like, this is a fever dream. I was hung over as shit. I'm like, there's no way I just saw that. And I looked back and the dude is just like rehearsing these chip shots. And I, I tap my buddy driving. I'm like, there's no fucking way this is real. <laughs> like, I have to what mention you, that on the pod. It's absurd. I wanted to get a video so bad. Like, it was what the most you, what, thing ever. What do you think is up and down percentages? Eh? You think it's well, better than, than Betty's? It, it better be dialed, dude. Like, <laughs> if that guy's grinding out there, I couldn't imagine what he does in the summer. Like, he probably doesn't leave the course. But a guy like that, like, get a fucking simulator or just, like, a chipping net wherever you live. Like, you, I don't know. It was it was so whack, but um, it, it got me cracking up on the yeah. way home. There's a couple things I'd like to break down on that story. And <laughs> I think the first thing that goes through my head is the snowstorm. Yeah. You know, to do it in a snowstorm is, like, next level. You want to go to, you know, as nice and sunny out and you get, you get a little golf itch, go, mm-hmm. go for it. Go for it. The second yeah. thing is – Guys that chip in ba- um, fields and baseball diamonds. I don't know. That's just something. That's just weird that's to me. so random. Like a soccer pitch, I get that. Like for me, I have a soccer field behind my house. I've gone out there and hit like pitch shots. Sure. It just seems normal because it's like a more like <laughs> straight Fairway field. setup. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And then this guy's just, and he wasn't even like hitting them out from obviously not close to like home plate or anything. Cause I would have probably been sand. I'm assuming at that field like most but he was just like just past second base like just hitting them sideways like it was just so weird the third thing that gets me is he's got his clubs spread out on the picnic table (laughs) yeah like there's just three things that story that don't make something's not right i swear i saw like a wood too like i'm like what the fuck could he be doing out here with a wood but what do you think it was the most canadian golf thing i've ever seen you think he has a good relationship with his wife (laughs) if i'm gonna go off on a fucking i'm gonna go off on a what do you call them tangent i don't know not a, a tangent limb? oh a limb i don't yeah, know like that's the one that's the one i'm going off, off on a limb here i don't think he's got a wife 
or any sort of significant other, maybe not even friends. Like, whoa, he could he could just be, he could just be a, a dude and some golf clubs with a golf ball or two. That's all he is. I'm thinking he either hates his life at home and he's doing anything <laughs> to get golf in the in the in the groove of things again, or he. Yeah, it's like you, like what you're saying. He basically just like lives, breathes, and eats golf. Just exists to, he, to, yeah. to chip around. Yeah. Which at that point, oh, wow. what are you doing living in the hammer? Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I was confused. And like at first, I was like, maybe, maybe he's homeless. Like for all maybe I know, but what home? But I was like, what <laughs> homeless guy? Full bag of clubs. Like three, yeah, has like three clubs sitting on a bench and like chipping a ball and was like pretty put together, like from what I could see. And I was like, yeah, but I I, I couldn't help but think it. I was like, well, I, well, if I was homeless and I could get my hands on three clubs, like I'd probably just do that most days. So what's, like, was, whatever. But was it snow covered ground? It was like starting to like it was starting to snow heavy. A good like way to look at it. I don't know if you're watching the Bills game, Bills yeah, yeah. and Bengals. Yeah. Same kind of like snowfall idea. So was like, he using white golf balls? I don't know. I couldn't see that far. Like he was, okay. he was a decent ways away, but like I could tell he was doing what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's Whack. funny. That's, that's good stuff. Yeah. You know, pretty cool. Got to keep the dream alive. <laughs> Apparently. Um, speaking of he dreams, <laughs> this past week, the American Express at PGA Tour West in La Quinta, La Quinta, California. That's a nine three slim. That's a nine three right there, buddy. Like that. Our boy John Rahm wins again. No surprise. Chalk up another one for the Paradigm Callaway group. Yeah, fuck. I mean, one by one over Davis Thompson, who I'm going to get into in a second. Um, these are just a couple quick stats. I know, you know, you can probably pick these up anywhere, but I just thought they deserved to be read. In 150 events, Rom has 18 wins, 54 top fives, 38 top threes, 81 top tens. He's second all time in all those categories. And who do you think is first? It's got to be Tiger. Yeah, Tiger. Yeah, 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 in all of them. Like that's, that's the such a dominant challenge. stat, man. Like that. No wonder it's a no-brainer. Like when you hear something that dominant, it's always next to Tiger. Like you're not just gonna hear an average stat and think that. And the fact that John Rom's got those stats just in the bag, where you're like, oh, probably next to Tiger. It's like, fuck, man, you're in that conversation way too much. <laughs> His last him, seven bro. events. I agree with you, by the way. I just got into the next stat there. Last seven events, <laughs> he has a tied second, a first, a tied fourth, a first, a T8, a first, and a first. So stupid, man. Such a John Rom, like, I don't even know. He's his, winning his... over 50% of the time in his last seven events. Yeah, and you can tell by looking at his betting odds. I'm trying to find it because I actually Dude. live bet him. Um, I live bet him on Thursday, like after he was like off to a pretty good start. I live bet him and Thompson, which was kind of sick because they finished one two. Thompson would have been a big bigger payout. But like Rom wasn't even leading the tournament. Like he was still, I think, four strokes back ish at the time, but had a lot of golf in front of him. And they just right there, boom, favorite. I'm like, Jesus Christ. What'd you get him at? That's what I'm trying to find. Like I can't quite remember, but what's on one of my fourteen thousand sports books. So <laughs> thank you to Bat Stamp. <laughs> he's he's got like um He's plus four fifty on Bet MGM this week to win at Tory Pines, and apparently loves mm. Tory Pines. I mean, mm. do it again? No, that's pretty nuts. That would be wild. One thing I want to bring up before we move on: we never John bet Ron. him too. We're stupid. I know, I know, dude. He lost two point two eight strokes putting this week. Really? He's like he was like forty fifth out of sixty nine out of the guys that that make the cut. So you're just saying he could have been better. <laughs> Which is uh, could have been a lot better. Yeah. Dude, he he lost 2.2 strokes on average. Where are the other guys? Freak. And I love this. Like, I love this. I love this. Two things. First of all, last year he made a fucking comment about the fucking putting contest. Fucking and <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, and this was the this was the course or like the, the tournament. Of course, he oh, wins no it and his he puts like shit. <laughs> that's so jokes man i would have been tearing into him all week if i was one of the guys like on the tour but fucking just a punting contest blah, 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 blah. imagine davis but, Tom, but he davis just proved Thompson. it wrong which is even funnier yeah oh my yeah he did he that that is kind of contradicting he did prove it wrong <laughs> but yeah. um imagine thompson or davis comes up to him on the first tee shakes his hand he's fucking putting contest today bud <laughs> Yeah, dude, I would have cried, especially coming from a guy who's just not established yet. It's no. hilarious. What I also loved about Odyssey 
because obviously he uses an Odyssey. I think he uses an OG5, a Rosie. Not a fan of this putter, by the way. Have you ever seen it? It's, it's kind of weird looking. Yeah. Ugly. But hey, it gets the job done. Anyways, Odyssey put put out a like promotion saying number one putter on or in golf wins again. But meanwhile, he fucking sucked putting. <laughs> Such a cheeky thing to put out. I guess you got to do what you got to do. Hundos. But some false oh, advertisement the there. Maybe you should switch over to, uh, you know, Double a different Scotties. putting company. Double Scotties. Double Scotties. Um, all right. I want to get into this. It's funny. I was going to, you know, last year, last week we talked about the head covers on, head covers off. I was going to do another one. And I yeah. mean, it seems only fitting. I know we're a little bit late to the party with everything that happened on Sunday. I don't know if you watched it, but um, this is a big one for me too. Cause it's funny. Mm-hmm. Brooke Henderson won, which I'll get into later. Yeah. Are you a pin in or pin out dude? And just, I'm going to not kind of copy myself, but if you have to think about this, dude, <laughs> there's like, there's to me, there should be only one answer. And I think it's outrageous that there's two options. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. After seeing this week, I was actually watching live at the time of this, uh, this event, poor event for Davis Thompson. Um, I'm, I'm a pin out guy and COVID changed some people like COVID changed everyone. Uh, yeah, very it was true. never a thing before COVID because it was a it was a, and PJ Tour was a penalty. Yeah, so exactly. everyone was like, "Oh, you can't putt with a pin." In. And yeah, was, but then like people started backing it with science. They're like, "Well, technically, like zero point four two percent of the time, if you leave the pin in, you're gonna hit more, or you're gonna make more putts because of like the friction that it creates with the ball, blah, blah blah, all this bullshit that you're gonna make more putts leaving it in." I didn't believe in it. I don't really care for it. I still want it out. I like looking at more hole. I hate looking at the pin and being like. I feel like the hole is cut in half. So I'm just like, I feel like I'm I'm trying to slot it on either side rather than just like let it drip over the middle. Sure, I leave it in sometimes. Like if there's a circumstance where I'm putting maybe way downhill and like it's probably going to have some pace, like accidentally I need a little bit of a stopper, then sure, I might leave it in. But like 85 to probably way higher, actually 95% of the time I have the pin out. Um, and I think there, there's no other way about it. And I, Davis Thompson shows you why maybe he should take that thing out. I'm going to give you my opinion before I dive into the Davis Thompson aspect. Yeah. I just think it's insane the amount of people like to keep it in now. And if you had looked three or asked three years ago pre-COVID, yeah. could you imagine the guys at the country club that are like – 55 to 75 and you go oh i want to let to keep the pin yeah, in leave that in and they'd be like oh you can't do that that's again that's not classic golf that's not how yeah, we play this yeah. game now it's like oh yeah no i, I leave it in it helps yeah. it helps alignment and all that stuff dude i hate when people say the pace of play thing too like that's just horseshit oh, that's an awful excuse i think it's i will have the pin out whenever i can i yeah. just the whole looks first of all at the courses I play and most people play the pins are never really cut square or level mm-hmm. anyways. So you get the fly stick in there and it's tilted. Yeah. And that just throws me off about looking oh, yeah. at the hole. And oh, listen, yeah, I'm not saying like, so you have a left to writer like that, you know, the left to writer with the, the ground, the, but then the pins like tilted it's the opposite the other way. way and it just gets brain fucky. Yeah. I hate, I can't do that. And listen, I'm not going to sit on here and go, you know, people are like, oh yeah, you're such a good putter. No, no, I get that. If I if the pin was in, I'd probably miss or make just as many putts as I do. But mentally, I just think it's it's that it's not right. Yeah, and it's actually turned into a bit of a pet peeve of mine now that you mention it. Like more playing with a group, it's like I don't know. We we were pretty good in Florida, but like there's some guys who hate playing with it, uh, like or just don't play with it out anymore. So it's like you're playing with a group. Say there's four of you, and you're on the first fucking green or whatever. And like, you're lining up your putt as you're the furthest away. And then you have to be like, Hey man, like, can you go pull the pin? Like when it's a, it's a normal circumstance where like everyone, like first person would probably just go yank it and put it away. Like whatever. Right. Like it was a common courtesy thing where now I got to sit there. Sometimes I read my putt and I'm just like kind of in the zone. And then I realize I'm like, fuck, like the pins in no one's within 15 feet of the pin right now. And then sometimes I even have to go fucking walk and take it out just to walk back to my ball after I read my putt already. Like, Oh, I fucking lose it, dude. Lose yeah. It. I'll keep it in for efficiency and pace of play wise. If, if I have like over a 20 footer and I, I know the odds of me making their slim anyway. So I'm like, oh, I'll just leave sure. it in. If someone's taking it out, I'm taking it out. But like if I'm by myself yeah. or someone, but dude, where I don't like him is like the 10 footers or the six footers. Oh yeah. That's extremely where I'm like, oh, I don't know. I just don't, I've had so many stories. Like 
I've told this on the pod before, I think, but remember Drew was in a Monday queue one time and a guy missed out on the on making the PJ tour event because he made a three footer with the pin in and it hit the pin in and and like didn't go in. And like yeah. from three feet, dude, like unless you're you hammered it, mm-hmm. if it hits the back of the cup, it goes in. For sure. So I don't know. I just think it's crazy. I think it's one of those things COVID change and, and automatically because it benefits some people for laziness or what it and I get some people might like it just visually they they have something to aim at the center of the cup mm-hmm. that's cool that might be an option too but i just love how it took covid to change it and now everyone's like gung-ho about it where three years ago yeah. people would be like that's not right that's not etiquette like take the pin out like weird take actually <laughs> the only time that i've actually like, considered leaving the pin in once in a while is like this is gonna sound fucked and kind of contradicting to what i've been saying but when you have like what a... else is new yeah there you go when you have like a three footer not even like okay anything inside three feet and you know it's a straight putt for a fact or like almost dead straight and the shadow is perfectly aligned with where your ball is i will do that because it's like a little cheat code of like oh i just got to keep my stroke straight and the ball along this line and then it's going to go in so that's the odd exception that happens maybe a handful of times in a year where i'm like oh if the pin's in and i have like that sort of a putt i don't mind having it if the shadow is like perfectly for the putt and like it's a straight one which I think is reasonable, but it's a little bit odd that I kind of go out of my way to make sure I do that. Yeah, that's actually not that bad of an idea. I You won't catch me doing it, but that's, you know, I understand <laughs> your reasoning. What yeah. I also don't like about having the pin in is I don't make a lot of putts, and it's nice when you make a putt to hear it hit the cup. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I agree, 100%. That's that's probably the most, like, the reason I want to have it out is because if I make that a putt, would... I, I like hearing it, especially if that yeah. course we played in Florida. Um. With the tin white, cups. white heron with the tin with that was a bad sound sound beat, but you know what I mean? It hit tin, it just, yeah, it just it's it clanks, it's good. Yeah. So, that was the best thing coming out of COVID was being able to hear the bottom of the cup again. I agree, like, and I'll go into Brooke Henderson just quickly touching on the flag aspect, but I was watching this weekend and like, I don't know, it just like gave me anxiety watching her putt with it. <laughs> I know, I know, she loves having it in every time, yeah. Love to get her reasoning, but oh wow, that was aggressive. Yeah, that was bad. That was aggressive. Um, okay, so then just black and black and white question here like, you think Thomas's or Davis's putts? Whoa, oh shit, Slim Davis's (laughs) putt goes in if the pin's out. Yeah, yeah, that that one I think 100%. The commentators, when I first watched it the second time, were saying, Oh, like it had a bit of pace. That was not not true. Like it was a really well paced putt. I think a hundred percent that one drops. Like it was a sweet leg putt. It probably would have rolled if it missed. Like everything entirely would have rolled maybe a foot and a half to two feet by. But I'm saying if like especially on greens that quick, like that's probably just gonna drop. I would think. What about you? Did you not agree? No, no, I did. But I reached. I didn't reach out. I looked into Lou, my boy Lou. Right. Yeah. Stats guy. He is legitimately positive it would not have went in, and he thinks the ball would have been further than what it did with the pin in. No, yeah, That's and he, so he did a, on, he up. did five he did a, he didn't do it like in the last two days. He did it prior to this. Five thousand balls rolled on a on like a stint meter thing through this machine and tested it five thousand times. And based off his data. He goes, there's no way that putt would have went in. Yeah, but and how does he know the exact this. pace of that putt and everything like that? You know what I mean? I'll say this. If it doesn't hit it square in the back, like I'm talking like a millimeter to the right, millimeter to the left, I agree. I think it does lip out. But if it hits it dead in the middle, dude, the worst it's doing is the cups are they're so clean and crisp, obviously on the PJ Tour, especially on a Sunday, yeah, yeah. that it's hitting the cup, the back of the cup, it's if anything, it's popping up and it's going straight down. And we have a tie game going into the 18. Yeah. I cannot see that putt missing. I couldn't either. No way. No way. And I even think that you can miss slightly to the left or the right. And it's almost sometimes beneficial because you're not going to get the bounce up. It's going to hit like the back side of the cup, which makes it like not rim and not bounce directly up. So I think, I, I just think a hundred percent that was in, like I watched it and I couldn't, could not believe my eyes, but I couldn't. I couldn't imagine how Davis is feeling. Poor guy, because fairly what 
Is he a rookie on tour this year? Or at rookie least on tour, and he he didn't take advantage of sixteen. He hit knockable par five. Also, quick stat about Davis. I think in the first two days he had five eagles. He like dominated the par fives, and then sure yeah. enough, on sixteen hits it in the hits it left. Uh, I think in the bunker and wasn't able to go for it in two. Had to kind of come out, which killed him. And even John Rom said once he knew that he knew he was like, I think I'm going to win this tournament based off. Yeah. You know, but then Rom got lucky too on 16. It didn't go in a huge bunker that's 18 feet deep. But yeah, either way, I, when I saw that hit the flag, I was like, dude, come on! Like you have, I just felt so gutted for the guy. Mm-hmm. And you could tell all day he was kind of he wasn't fighting it in a, like a bad way, but you could tell like his body language seemed like he was fighting a lot. Yeah, and just obviously he's trying to hold it together and grind it out. Like you know, you're playing in your first Sunday tournament, like with the lead with John Rom playing mm-hmm. next and to he you. did a great job of like hanging on or being within a couple strokes the whole week which was impressive right like he didn't not one time was he like fully out of it and even on 18 man that chip dude do you see that he's up and down for par yeah yeah up and Insane. down um yeah he almost can that like relatively speaking he got it within a foot like obviously he didn't have a, like a chance going there but i mean dude to get it within mm-hmm. a foot like that was just and because that's a big thing for him too like come if he makes bogey there you know, then you become tied. Uh, you become, I guess, tied second with like four other guys. It, it's a little yeah, different than a lot more money is not in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't make that happen. So, I mean, I think based off how he played, I mean, he, he can kick it with the big dogs. I, I think might see him win. Might have to throw some uh, mm-hmm. the bet stamp, uh, money on that guy sometime this year for sure. A couple futures, maybe for sure. Yeah, I never really heard of him at all until this tournament, and then. Just the fact that he hung in, hung in there for four days straight, like I already got a lot more respect for this guy. Like going forward, like I'm not going to count him out if I see him somewhat in the hunt on a Thursday or Friday. Won't expect him to be dis- disappearing every time. No, yeah, I just love how him and Rom kind of had similar colored shirts on. <laughs> <laughs> They're both kind of that like reddish burgundy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think like they're playing partners almost. almost. Yeah. So, anyways, good for him. That's a tough break. You think he? You think from now on he he has someone even tended or no? You think, you think he's just like man? I probably would have missed it. He probably has his like opinion, and I don't think he's gonna be changing it honestly because I feel like you already put so much thought into that decision and like that philosophy in every round. That one putt's probably not gonna sway your opinion, even though it's gonna sting for a while. I'm sure. Just mo- moment of silence. Let it sting more. <laughs> Yeah, dude's listening probably. Eh? <laughs> yeah, Just yeah, exactly. Like, no. Yeah, you're right, boys. <laughs> Pins out. End of discussion. Um, yeah. get into the news this week. So let's get into the ladies' tournament champions. So this is the first actually kickoff for the LPGA tour this week. Um, yeah, we'll go into it too deep, but Brooke Henderson wins thirteenth win. Dude, she's oh, an absolute. Canada. Let's go. That's huge. She's on a tear. Like has been just can so consistent. Talk about consistency in the last couple episodes. Like, talk about a tailor made pump though, eh? Holy like one two her and Nelly. Timing was impeccable. They got to be stoked to have her and Brooke locked up on there too. Yeah. Like they're the top, so, yeah, players in that game. Obviously, there's others, but I mean, I I think it's influence good. wise, they're arguably one and two. I would say just with their media presence, it's really impressive. Well, so. especially with Brooke being Canadian, like it, it, it gives you such a bigger yeah. influence because yeah. there's not too many. Like, who, do you know the next Canadian women's golfer that plays on tour? Mm, no, not really. Yeah, I don't, and that's no. Probably should know, but I don't. Probably a lot more to come though, if I had to guess, and it's heavily because of Brooke. <laughs> for sure, for sure. What do what I like about that tournament, and I actually watched it a lot. Um, throughout the weekend because they had like the celebrity thing right they do the stableford points yeah so i kind of like like kind of just tuning into both i think it i think it, that'd be a cool tournament to play in like that that'd be the closest you could get to like being in a pj tour event or lpg event without actually being in one because yeah. like you play with the leaders too like it's not like it's like separate like I know you like you. F- you feel emo- emotionally attached to like the yeah. game or the tournament itself because you're like you're fucking right in the mix of it. And you play the same tees because a lot of the guys that are in it, celebrities, play the same tee deck as the ladies. So yeah. you really get a good like one on one. How good are these ladies? And Marty Fish, who's a big time tennis guy, obviously retired now. He won the celebrity side with 152 points. 
Guy shot eight under over the course of four days. Would have came T sixth on the <laughs> uh, the lady side. Not the prettiest swing at all, but but just, just gets find, it done. finds a way to get it done. And he was just saying there was talks about how you know mon- the Monday Q guy was like, oh, like see, like just for comparison, like you know this is what you know scratch because he's out. I think Marty's like a plus one or something like that. He mm-hmm. was like, oh, just for you know correlation like this is what you know a plus male is to a lady and he came on and tweeted and was just like yeah dude like there's just bar nothing like these girls are so much better than any <laughs> any kind of scratch or plus that you think is out there that is a male like it's not yeah. even up for discussion they're just yeah they're too good I would agree so take your yeah. mingy lee stats get shut out up of your ass yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> who cares what pins they are yeah. But no, that's why cool. that's why, like we said, we want to see more tournaments of guys actually just competing with the girls and changing the T decks by a little bit so they can play the same fairways, the same green pace, and everything like that. And then you'll see that they are really just pretty much as good, just physically can't hit the ball as far on average. That's literally the only difference. Yeah. Sick though. Simple Sick, as though. that. Like, so happy for Brooke. I hope she has a good year because I feel like out of those 13 wins, does it not feel to you that like most of those came over two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, I feel like she had like a pretty hot start to her career. Yeah. As and I feel then, like a lot of the women's do, like the women do, right? They perform really well at a young age on the tour. But I don't know, maybe she picks it up and uh Swings a few big wins this year. That's obviously a great start. So you never know. New equipment, new vibe. Brooks ready to roll. Like she won her first major at 18 in 2016. Like that feels like a yeah. decade ago. Yeah. Yeah. So she's definitely been slow at times of in her in her career. But I mean that's a fucking Did she go through some injury stuff though? Um uh, I don't know, uh, maybe a little bit, but nothing that comes to mind. I think maybe she's just had times in her career where like her mental focus shifted to different things. Um, I wouldn't obviously know any of those, any of those things, but it did seem like periods of times where she was kind of not as into the golf grind, which is obviously going to impact your, your success. Dude, you know, it's funny. And I, what? I read this, but I wasn't sure if it was true, like true. She won in 2015, won a major mm-hmm. in 2016, then won a second major in 2017, then won a tournament in 2018, won a tournament in 2019, won 2021, won another tournament. And so she's, dude, she's been pretty consistent every year with a win. Really? Yeah. I feel like because the one year she had like two or three, and then you only heard her like name like once or twice. Like, yeah. Because 16, dude. She's only been in the on the in the tour for like four or five years, so she has to have multiple series wins, right? <laughs> Doing the math yeah, on it for sure. So, I, but I, I just feel like, like there was a period of time where she was like hundred percent in the top three in the world, like never yeah. really fell out of it. Like the, that's the thing also about women's golf, though, that I wanted to mention is like when I'm talking about Brooks, like I would say down years. I think it's maybe less the wins, but I feel like her top tens like definitely dropped because. When you're that good in the women's, I, there's not quite as much depth at the moment. So, like, you're not falling and being like, oh, I'm missing cuts. I'm like, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just mainly I'm not getting top tens and top fives or winning tournaments as much, which, like, that 100% happened to her for a little while. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. I kind of, I took it as the no, way that the, most people might take it. So, that, but that breakdown definitely, yeah, solidified. Well, that was also good to know because I wasn't 100% sure, especially on the win front, because I mean, I definitely heard of it when it was all in the media and she was winning as like such a young woman where I guess it just became like a regular thing in the media. It's like, oh, well, Brooke got her yearly couple wins and they're moving, moving forward from there. How much do you think Skechers pays her? That's a weird one. I have no idea. I I, I don't really know what other contract Skechers like, has other than like Matt Kuchar. Like just think of like, there's no way she enjoys wearing sketch like at the time when she got signed like sketchers has come a long way i will give i have sketcher shoes yeah. that i wear and i like them a lot and yeah. i know people with big feet like wide feet love them i think um, they're comfortable but i just don't think they tickle people's fancy in terms of size or uh style that's yeah. what i mean so how much do you think because she's been sponsored with sketchers for a few years now like <laughs> feels like forever yeah what do you think like 
you're t- yeah I don't, I don't know. know i don't know what those contracts are like especially for the woman's side of things and i mean that's like a strictly shoe deal it's not even like a nike or i mean maybe sketchers like no they don't have shirts or anything no right? no she just wears the sketcher visor now it's on the yeah. side now that she's with TaylorMade and the TaylorMade's yeah. on the front but right it's not like she needs the money like if she really wanted to wear like you know not not saying foot joy or like an Adidas shoe or like a G4 yeah, shoe, but, but some, you'd think but, all those other big companies would just be offering equally as much at this point. Like they yeah. can probably big dog sketchers, I would think. And like, it would be worth doing because of who she is. I think she's getting paid for sure. A couple million a year to, to wear their product. Maybe that'd be whack. Unless she just loves sketchers. Maybe she didn't even know sketchers had the amount of sales to cover 2 million in fucking advertising costs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no comment on that. Um, what I do have a comment in is Colin Morikawa joins the TGL, which is like the Tiger League thing that's going on um, with the in the arenas and stuff. They're going to do the, you know, the two-hour kind of Monday night special. What are you laughing yeah. at? I just got a funny message. It popped like right in my face. I couldn't uh, like avoid it. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so now there's... I was listening though. Now there's Morikawa, Tiger, Rory, JT, Rom, and Scott. So it seems like those will be the leaders of the teams because they're. I think there's going to be um, 18 guys and six teams of three. Right. So I think they have like their core captains, I guess, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be 15 regular seasons, like events. Good names, on, though. On a Monday night, which is electric because monday night there's really not that much going on my dog's been puking all day and like i just can't get away from like i keep hearing her and i she always goes to the carpet too it's like dude like our house is all hardwood there's like 10 percent of carpet in our house (laughs) and she goes to the carpet um anyways uh yeah so 15 regular seasons events on a monday night which is good because like after football's done dude nothing happens on a monday night no, it's quite Nothing. boring. So it's it's a I think it'll be good. They're two hour long too, so not that bad. They'll probably be like a seven to nine. So you get home from mm-hmm. work, cook some dinner, and then you're just kicking your feet up, maybe eight to ten. Um, and I think it'll be fun, dude. The main thing I think they need to focus on on this thing is the hot mics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to hear what they're talking about. I want to like get in that, you know, atmosphere. I think that's the mm-hmm. best way to make golf more exciting. I watched his interview with John Rahm on another podcast. And they were talking about how to make golf exciting. He, and he goes, dude, honestly, sometimes I watch golf and I'm going this, like, I love golf so much. And this is so boring to watch. And he goes, mm-hmm. so I can only imagine how the audience feels that doesn't love it as much as him. And mm-hmm. the guy goes on the podcast. I was just like, yeah, yeah, no, you're preaching the choir. So then John quickly like flips. He goes, well, what would make it exciting for you? <laughs> right. Cause like he wants to know, right. He just, yeah, he's, he's just like, trying well, to, like, if you're going to be critical, at least have an idea or yeah. like a reason. And he kind of like, like, he said, he kind of went, Oh no, the points you made. And John, made a point about the drones now where they like fly yeah. down the fairway and they follow the golf ball. He goes, that's super cool. Like he goes, that's Those so hard nasty. to do for them not to impact the player, but for them to get enough footage. And yeah. And the only thing I was thinking to that whole thing is dude, I want more conversations. I want to hear yeah. what caddy player is saying in that. And I know players might not want that mm-hmm. for multiple reasons. I, I get know. everything there, but dude, it would make it so much better viewership if you could hear what's going on like walking down the fairway yeah. or just like and you know you could censor it like i get they don't want to hear everything they're saying so you know block mm-hmm. out stuff that they don't want to be heard publicly but like for sure that's the stuff that's going to make it way more cool and fun for people to watch well i mean think about it like that's not even just a crazy take because it's proven in a different sense through like all the youtube golf stuff that's been going on the past few years like all these PGA guys are hopping on like good, good channels and shit like that and playing golf. And like, if they're not doing crazy, like, yeah, they're playing matches or whatever, different formats. But the best part of those videos is like being able to see these guys on camera and show some personality and talk through their game. And like, I'm going to try to hit this shot. Like I want to be this part of the green for this reason, or like shooting the shit and just bugging other guys. Like that's the reason those videos and stuff are succeeding so much more than probably regular golf to the average Joe. So, I mean, you just started implementing some of those characteristics from those videos into just like the live golf. I can't see why it wouldn't be a hit, right? No, for sure. I I yeah, think like it's right to your point. Like it makes so much sense when you think about it. And so many guys have good personalities too. Like on tour, yeah. like just even thinking like a top 10, 10 guys, like no questions asked. You could have some funny content. And 
content yeah. that like helps explain golf and explain what they're going through, what they're thinking. Like, I just think that would be crucial for the like the golf side of things too. I agree. And the scary thing is, dude, is that if Liv picks that up before the PJ Tour does, and now that they have a TV deal, mm-hmm. I know they're like on screen is very messy and and a yeah, lot for people cluttered. But if they pick up that aspect of it too and and make it really oriented for the fan to understand like what they're going through. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could lose some viewers there just based off the fact that, you know, it's about being entertained and about yeah. catering to your audience. And if that's what people you don't want, people get are going to go there. Yeah. You don't want to get that copycat title again as well. Like the PGA tour is yeah. already getting that a bit from the live people. It's like, all right, you know, now we did this, you guys are finally making changes. It's like, well, how about you go try to make this happen before they do, or else it's just going to be another thing to tag on to the lived it at first category, right? Yeah. Which is the and, last thing they want. And pretty much every hot mic, if I don't know if you call it a hot mic in, in golf, but I think it is because sometimes it doesn't pick it up, sometimes it does. So it's got to be some type of hot mic. Pretty yeah. much 90% of them make a headline and like a yeah. viral clip from the PGA 100%. Tour. And the PGA Tour yeah. is all about, that we talk about their own clips and their own property and ownership of things i don't get yeah. why they're not ex- exploring that option more to go viral more often like they, they could do it every they could have a clip pretty much every day yeah hun- that would be I, hilarious very very true you're bang on with that like so obvious and i i swear if we don't see that kind of happen in the next fucking i'm gonna say a year to give them time but it should be really short like shorter than that yeah i agree i agree figured out um Get into the, some slim stats, unless you want to cover anything about that. No, no, you're good. You're all good. Um, excuse me, sir. I had a carbonated pop before I started the show. I got a little fizzy burps. drink. <laughs> some fizzy drink. I'm off the piss, so I uh, nice drinking these Doctor Zevias. They're just a lot of carbonation in it. And yeah, uh, yeah. I was thinking about doing February. Yeah, I'm doing, I did Jan 16th to February 14th. So I think it's like going to be like 30 yeah. days. It's kind of like good. in between. The only thing that's going to be tough is Super Bowl. I know. That's what I, I was talking to the boys. Like, you're going to do February like Super Bowl? I was like, fuck, I might do one veto. But I also, I don't think I need to drink on a Super Bowl. As long as I got my gambling for that, I feel like that's like enough. Yeah, it's going to be hard. For, that would be the tough day for me, but. Gambling and a fuck ton of food all over my face. Everything. Yeah, that's key. I just like, though, the aspect of going 30 days. I just like knowing that I can do it. So when people say yeah. you're an alcoholic, and this isn't to anyone against it, is an alcoholic, but I can say <laughs> no. I, I can withstand yeah. like, not having a cocktail if I need to. Um, that's why I don't want to do the veto either. Yeah, I think it's huge that way. But anyways, um, in the slim stats, well, uh, since 2000, percentage of golfers on the PGA Tour over 6'2 has gone up basically... Um, 10%, which I guess saying mm. it doesn't sound that great, but when I read the stat, it was in a it was in a, a bar graph and it just looked really cool. So <laughs> I, I think it was Ooh, I think it seemed shapes. way more, way more uh, you know, fun to say. Uh, but I guess looking at it that way, it's only nine percent over a course of 20 years, which is really a useless stat. The so average person I'll, I'll be better across the world <laughs> yeah, by two inches, you, buddy. Could you imagine? Now. Could you imagine that the average growth has been 9% of people growing? That'd be so funny. Um, I'll get into another stat. Um, 10 handicap from 90 yards in the fairway. What's the percentage they get up and down? 15. 6%. Okay. That was like, eh. Guess the percentage of getting it down from there in four or more shots. Gotta be like eighty, no? No, no, it's it's thirty six. Taking four shots from ninety yards. Yeah, so thirty six percent of the time they'll get down in four or more. So it'll be four or more. So basically, let's say forty oh, percent of the time. Sorry, I thought you were saying like like if like how many people can get down? Like if you're that cap, like how often do they get down from there in four? Like kind of exactly four that's why i was kind of thinking no no like, sorry four like, or I'm more like fuck like yeah fair enough fair so enough. basically do they so basically if you're thinking about it if, if it's if that's your first your second shot you know bogey yeah. or worse 40 is way more common like way more common than them getting a birdie which is crazy too because like 10 handicappers get birdies not much though as Dude, a, I, as, a, as as we lead into my next stat <laughs> Five index, so half of ten, obviously. Quick maths. Whoa. Um, 
a five index, they average more doubles than birdies. So they average 1.6 doubles or worse per round. And they average 1.2 birdies per round. Yeah, I figured that would be kind of close. So as it as it somewhat is, like I feel like those are like just such a plus or not a plus, I guess a regular handicap number thing to do. Like you sneak the birdies in there, but you're also a, not a pro, which means you're making doubles and shit. Yeah, that's one thing I want to work on this year is um, it, consistency. Well, it, taking if out you ask numbers. me what I want to work on, because you care, um, I would like to minimize my doubles. Hey man, what are you gonna work on? Oh yeah, I want to minimize my doubles, Ben. That's what I want to do this year. I minimize my doubles and triples. I do because you actually are showing that you care about my golf. Because I I have no one else to talk to about that. (laughs) Clearly, my dog's usually a good listener, but he's puking. Yeah, (laughs) or she, not a he. It's tapping me in. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's like fuck. I can't do it anymore. He's fucking doesn't shut up. It makes me want to puke. All right, this week farmers insurance. Um, apparently this is breaking, but not really breaking because no one knows who it is, but someone is back is backing out due to an injury, um, from the farmers because they got a mega live offer. Hmm. I was going to think it was going to be Xander and he could probably pull it off with his whole back issue. If he decided not to go. Yeah. People are saying it might be Jason day, but how much money would they give Jason day? I could see that one though. That was one he's, I'm looking he, at the list of players. Like I he, could totally. He's an see Aussie, that. right? He's got Cam Smith and those boys. Mm-hmm. And he's looking for a place where he can kind of rebirth his success. And I feel like it's not going to be on the PJ Tour. That's fair. Um, and then the other guy I thought maybe Cantley. I think if Alexander goes, Cantley's gone, and I think it's vice versa because they're good buddies. Nah, dude, Cantley is such a PGA dude. I I I don't even know if that's true, but he just gives me the most like I'm a PGA Tour player vibes. I cannot wait to next week. <laughs> and fucking Canley, I'll be so rattled. Canley joins Liv on mega offer after backing out farmers with a back or with, a, with an injury. That I'd actually be pissed. Yeah, I hope it's like Keegan Bradley. That'd be sick. Oh yeah, that's that's. I can see that. Like I don't know, he's another guy where he's like he's still pretty good, like where he could go over there and have success, but he's just like not gonna dominate the PGA Tour in any sense, right? Yeah. Anyways, just thought a quick little tidbit there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, the Ride with Bed, oh, Bed, Ride with Benny segment <laughs> uh, presented by Bet Stamp, the best odd tracer, odds tracer, odd app, tracker, odd tracker app available. It's the Travago of hotel or of betting apps, is what we've we've been calling it. Lots of free ads for Travago around here. If you want to get on the Bet Stamp team, let us know. We'll sign you up. Help the boys out. If you haven't downloaded you have the app, get you dialed. Download the get app. you dialed. Make sure you get more money on all your bets because you know that's the important part and kind of your purpose of betting. But I'm looking at this week, man, and like obviously Betstamp doesn't have them out quite yet, but three six five does. Plus four hundred, John Rom is what I have. I don't know if you have them pasted in here. Plus four fifty there. Yeah, MGM plus four fifty. Yeah. Either way, do you not notice the fucking drop off? Between John Rahm and Morikawa, or like Justin Thomas, or like yeah. all those guys, it drops from 450 all the way down to like plus 1200, which is just insane to me for a golf, like a golf tournament. Like, I'll never bet John Rahm at plus 450. I don't give a fuck. Like, maybe live bet, sure, but that's a different situation. Pre tournament, yeah. I don't know how you can take a guy at four, four and a half to one. Like, that is some Tiger Woods shit right there. Yeah. That is, go back that's to literally back and what Tiger Woods would have looked like. Events. He's put, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I didn't really think about it that way. That's why it's ride with Benny, not ride with Slim. <laughs> Let's see if you can get a win this week then, Ben. Try to give the viewers yeah, something that they, the they want to see. Man. I'll tell you mine if you haven't decided yours yet. I'm going to go, go with, yeah. I'm going with a Fino, oh, Fino top five. Mm-hmm. And then if Xander plays, I'm going to go with him. He had a wicked uh, double eagle albatross. Uh, yeah, on Sunday from two twenty five out, jarred it. I like him, and if if Alexander is the guy that backs out due to an injury, quote unquote, I like uh Zalatoris at plus eighteen hundred. Fair enough. Fair Don't enough. bet JT because he, he he dude he's coming off a wedding. He's he's coming off his own wedding. He's humming. <laughs> we know guys that have or he just has nothing going on in his That's, brain, which could be a good thing. 
No, I think his he's brain a little, is just shut off. I think he's a little hungover. He hasn't been focusing on golf lately. I think. Yeah, I don't think so. Fair enough. Anyway, I'm those are definitely my two taking. Picks. I'm definitely taking Max Homa here this week. Oh, that's uh, funny. I'm taking I was gonna... him to win, but I'm also definitely squeezing him like top ten. Like I'd put another bet on him just top ten because I think, obviously, with some of those guys in the field. It's never easy to win a tournament, but you're gonna get plus money for him to finish top ten, and I would I would hammer that. Um, and then hmm. we just are having these on rapid fire, so people aren't sitting in their cars just like listen to dead yeah, space or listen to you what, think. What? It's hard yeah, enough I know, I know. dealing with you thinking on alone. So 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 he the gala. Oh, what's he? Plus forty five ish. Oh, we have fifty five on MGM. Yeah, there you go. That's there you why, go. That's, that's why, why you use BetStamp. Bet you got to shop those things. You got to shop those lines. All right. Let's make sure you put out our BetStamp picks this week, Benjamin. I know. I'm going to post the ones from last week just because I need to find my bet for John Rom, just so I can be like, hey, Asterix, I still won. Post it like when you post them together, just post this like secondary pick. What like, do you don't mean? Make, don't make two separate posts. No one cares. No, get no, confused. no, 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 no. I yeah, know, yeah. I know. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I'm going to go... Uh, I guess I need two guys, right? Because we do two winners. So I'll go. Did you not go Fino and someone else? Well, I said Fino top five. I don't, I don't think he's going to win. <laughs> so he's coming between second and fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. All right. Fuck it. Fine then. <laughs> Tony and Xander. If Xander backs out, I'm going Will Zalatoris. Let's go. Hunch? I like I'm those like... picks. I like I like Willie. I like Willie Z as well. I just didn't want to copy catch you. That's a good one, though. You could, because I'm technically not taking it. He's like in my reserve. He's like on my bench. You know? Just take the whole field then, why don't you? Here we go. Wait till you pick one this year, eh? I've had a couple close ones. A couple close calls, they say. couple close calls ain't Call, nothing. A couple close seconds. Close only counts in... Tiddlywinks and horseshoes. I told you that line. Don't forget yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I forgot it, but... Yeah, because no one, cause you don't listen to me. All right, we've rambled on long enough, buddy. Great chat with you this week. Uh, enjoy your weekend, whatever you got going on. Probably doing a university road trip, fucking peasant. And uh, <laughs> we'll we'll chat next week. We'll do, man. All right, talk to you.